Welcome back to Save the Pumpkins podcast. This is Amy. And this is Shane. So do you want to take over on this one? Um, this one was very interesting to me. I have well, a lot of... We got to say what it is. We got to say what year. You got to do your thing. Yeah, You're the one yeah, that brought it up I, how much you love doing it. I agree. It. I think that's important. Um, <laughs> so this is uh, Field Day 2023 mm-hmm. uh, Hallmark movie starring Rachel Boston, Benjamin Ayers... Yep, and, and, we, and, and now I'm going to make the only insistence I'll ever make when it comes to the initial uh, announcements of these. Are you ready for the spoiler? I love this movie. You did, I really? I thought it was so different mm. and great. And when you hear me say why... I don't think you'll be able to argue against it. Uh, you may not like it as much, and that's fine. Whatever. People like what they like. Well, we're, we're not going to say Rachel Boston plays Jen Davis. We're going to say Rachel Boston plays Jen Davis. And Carmela Meat plays Marissa Morris. And Shannon Chan Kent plays Kelly Stewart. Now, why do you think I called out those names? Well... What's this movie about at its absolute, wonderful, glorious core? Wow. Wow. You are just What's great it about? in this movie. What's it about? It well, starts with an F, and it's not dirty. Friends? It's about friendship. It's about three ladies with different things going on in their lives. I mean, you know, we don't get too deep into the the non Jen, the non Rachel Boston character, uh, uh, Jen Jen Davis, but it's three somewhat unlikely, very different women. Here's let me get on my soapbox for a couple seconds. If I tell one of my friends, one of my guy friends, "Hey man, I saw this really good Hallmark movie," after they stop laughing, they'll say, "No." No, you didn't. They're all about the same thing. And what's that thing? Uh, and, and, and the reason why I say that before you answer that question, because it wasn't rhetorical, I want you to answer it. Almost all Hallmark films, when you and I, and, and Great American Family, and all of in Lifetime and Freeform, and all the movies that are like this, these movies that we review, I'm so glad that we're ending, a, ending it on a movie that I genuinely love. They're all, they share their DNA about 75%. And we look for fans, like you and I look for Autumn in the City. It takes place in New York. It's filmed a little bit better. It's a little different. They're younger. They don't necessarily get along immediately. There's something different. But at the end of the day, it's one of those. Autumn Dreams. We love Nikki DeLoach and Andrew W. Walker. That movie's like every other movie, right? Kind of. We love it, but it's what it is. If you wanted to tell me that you think Hallmark films are cookie cutter, I, I could argue with you on it, but I'm going to probably lose. And Hallmark doesn't mind that. They make them cookie cutter. But someone somewhere, and this might be based on a, a book. Uh, we just watched it, so I, don't, I haven't had a chance to look up more on it. Somewhere someone said, do you know what we're going to do? 
of course we're gonna of course we're gonna foist a love story into it because you know I think it's insulting to think that that women I mean I'm not a woman so I don't know I guess I can't speak for how insulting it would be to women but not every story has to be a story about a about a uh, has to be a love story for a woman to like it it just it just it just doesn't like I'm sorry I don't believe for two seconds that every woman in the world is like I'm gonna sit down tonight and I'm gonna I was doing my woman voice I'm gonna sit down tonight and I just need to see a woman be madly in love no sometimes there are other things going on in their lives and and a lot of it will center around around love like Jen's character uh, like uh, Rachel Boston's character Jen in this one Clearly, it is a it's a Hallmark movie. So someone has died, right? Her husband has died. That's the whole purpose of them living where they live, or coming back to her old neighborhood where they live, right? To to right. She may, makes a comment to her daughter you know, several that times. This is where her and her husband Correct. wanted to settle, and that's where they where they why they go back there. But she brings sadness. She brings having to start over and get involved in the PTO. They call it PTO. You mentioned that it was brilliant that you said this. They probably can't call it the PTA. I don't really know PTO or that organization as opposed to association, I suppose, for PTA. You and I, as parents, have done the dance of getting involved at the school. We've done it four times. You know what I mean? Right. And that's a that's an aspect of a parent's life. And, you know, sometimes meeting friends there that come and go, that's just a different aspect. And I can relate with that more because whenever I went to one of our kids' schools, I didn't magically fall in love with the gym teacher. So right. that's less for me to relate to. Now, isn't it? Well, so, So I get that they have to crowbar this relationship in there with with mr constantly one eyebrow raised benjamin ayers but if they had cut that romance out and i actually think it's a well done romance good dialogue good back and forth and there's some of it that's terrible like the last couple of lines in this movie are legitimately awful and nearly bring it down points for me like several points but that's but every fault this movie has every fault it has has to do with the central love relationship that's in it. The friendship relationship is charming and wonderful and something that they should celebrate and look into more. If Benjamin Ayers, no, no disrespect to Benjamin Ayers, who plays Dan, 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 yeah, Dan Aldridge, the, the gym teacher. No disrespect to him. If he had not been in this film, it would be my literally one of my favorite movies of the fall season I've ever seen. If, if, if he were not crucially not in it, because they do a on again, off again thing at the end of this, that is legitimately stupid. Mm -hmm. The, the, I don't know if we should try to date now because I've been married and I've been, you know, and I'm hurt and I don't know if I'm ready to take the chance and he's been hurt too. So he doesn't know ready if they know they, they it's so stupid that they comment on how stupid it is. They, the, the characters go, "Oh, this will be like our third time trying." They know third time trying at a date that they never successfully went on, and, and then resulted and, in and, and, "I love you." It, and it, uh, not just an "I love you" in the creepiest line on earth. They have his character. This doesn't have anything to do with Benjamin Ayers. 
they have his character lean into her after barely knowing her and saying, he's so sexy. And I was like, I, you didn't I earn, have you so didn't, many conflicting you, feelings. You about didn't this earn movie. that. So any of your complaints, I'm gonna let you talk about it here in a second. Any of your complaints that had to do with the love story, you're I, okay. You're right. But I, I do think that the dialogue and what I mean by dialogue is exactly that the the back and forth conversations between the two uh, Dan and uh, Benjamin Ayers and, and uh, Rachel Boston Dan and, and Jen I think their back and forth dialogue is very funny and very sweet and worthless completely worthless I'm not saying that one of the aspects of a woman's life is not starting over and and finding a new love but for the sake of all of us in the world that watch these movies we may have seen that a time or two in Hallmark movies. A woman that's starting over after a dead husband and finding new love. Oh my, well, isn't that okay. amazing? Have you ever even heard of okay, that? Okay, so... So they start off with a friendship had, movie. Well, okay. If anybody had listened or uh, to our podcast <clears throat> from last season, one of my gripes was is that in these movies they, they reference a dead spouse and then they never talk about that about that dead spouse, how they died or anything like that. This movie mm. hit on explaining yeah. the background to how her husband died. But for me, it went too far in that I was crying. And oh, for my these Hallmark movies Maybe you do like this movie more than you remember. No, for these Hallmark movies, I like how they make me feel like warm and like it's like a whimsical like experience and you know it's you don't have to put a lot of thought into it and so <laughs> i saw you getting teary out of it so as much as i appreciated that they finally explained how he passed and so you kind of got a little bit of how that relationship was before moving on to this relationship. They just went too far for me and i know that i'm you know is asking for it and then Someone finally did it, but right. then I'm like, "Whoa, wait a second! You that went too far. that was too far." Why do like, you think you Why do you think you got emotional for Jen? Well, because, because I mean, because you watched her deal with the thing you've dealt with, making friends at this school. Three fantastic actresses that kill it in this yes, movie. The, kill the, it. The friends kill it. The friends did really well. Those characters, those actresses. You love did her a good because job. they they got you got to know her more. So when you saw what happened to her husband, if you didn't care anything about Jen's character in this, you wouldn't have cried at all. Okay. Well yeah. I, I just thought that they brought that on too heavy. Okay. They they could have just let us know the story, but they kind of went a little bit Yeah, they did further. say he had like a like a brain tumor. No. He had a headache and then he went to the doctor and he was dead a few days later. They got a little bit deeper in it, but I don't know. I, but, they gave you what you wanted. Okay, so if anybody's ever watched um, the uh, Mila Kunis movie, Mila, Bad Mila, Moms. Mila Kunis. Can I ask you a question? Do you have a... Do you have a name disorder? <laughs> do... Can, do you do you just Mia have Kuna, Mia, Mia? Mila, Mila Kunis? Go ahead. Right? Yeah, sure. I mean, come on. I mean, I I just have it with the the unusual names, you know Mila? what I mean? Like Smith, Jones, Johnson, I mean, come on, you know. But you anyway, know, I'm not going to say it on this podcast. Your last name 
Okay, but anyway, going back okay. to what we should be focusing on, um, you know what I'm saying. Everybody knows what I'm saying. But if they saw that movie, Bad Moms, okay. that is that is what I kept like while this whole relationship with these movie. girls but were I know, happening. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I didn't see it. I I kept thinking about that, and yes, they did a good job with like portraying these moms in what women struggle with every day. You know, the one mom, you know her career just uh, swallows her up and then so she doesn't have time to uh be at her daughter's school the, for things and then the other mom you know she's the socialite you know social but media they did, but they did a different thing there i'm not gonna I don't, i'm so sorry to interrupt you but i want to make sure that we I, I insert this in there typically what you'll see whenever they show the mom's strife and what women go through every day typically what you'll see is the strife like You'll see her at home arguing with her husband, etc. Things like that. They took a, a slightly different approach with this one. They showed you the things she's going to do to help her strife. She's going to show up at a pop-up vodka bar and dance to new kids on the block. What? if? Like, I'm not a woman nor a mom. And I thought to myself, I just bet that there are women out there that saw this and smiled so hard right, inside. And, and I was and, one of them. And I was like, and I was like, man, this is just so utterly charming and sweet. And I just want these, I would watch a show called three friends in this town. And it was these girls going through whatever they go through, love, whatever. I just wish they had saved the Benjamin Ayers thing for one of the episodes and not made me watch it for a whole movie because it was unnecessary. Yeah, the, the, it, they they make a, a, a remark in the beginning about how they have a month until field day is going to happen. And so it kind of gives you the timeline of her relationship with Dan, Jen's relationship with Dan. And so, you know, basically it's been a month that passes because it ends on field day. And throughout the whole course of the movie, like you said, they, you know, have a struggle with not being able to carry out a first date because she has her hesitations. He has his hesitations. He's dealing with helping his, niece because the niece's mom and dad are going through a divorce or just divorced and so he's helping her out um and so they both kind of have like these prior emotional obligations i guess or he has a physical obligation she's more emotional um and so they can't seem to get on the same page and so they fight not fight fight but you know conflicting feelings on it and by the time it's like they've established, okay, I'm ready to move on. You know, my dead husband has gave me his blessing. and Via, you know, via a USB drive. Keep going. You know, and by that time, it's now field day. And so him making the remarks that he's fallen in love with her and, you know, she's... It just doesn't work. She's right. Yeah, it, it doesn't it was, work. And, it was the worst part. And of I, don't, I don't think necessarily the love relationship was supposed to be in this movie because they were super focused on the friend relationship and getting through you know her struggles as a single mom in an environment where all of the moms in a way kind of 
portrayed a single mom vibe because they were all consumed. The, with the other these. two girls do have husbands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. They do yeah. have husbands, but in a way, they're so focused on. Are you ready for this one? One of my favorite Hallmark movies. What what do the husbands in this movie literally do at one point when they all show up to the Harvest Festival? They just leave. They know they, that the, that the, they, they the go, women have to work. <laughs> they go away. It's not even like that, is it? Yeah, right. That's funny. That's the guy guy girl thing, the husband and wife thing. Like we need to get out of here because the emotional women have to talk it out. I guess that's the funny. Uh, I mean, I could see why people would think that was a little sexist, but it's not even that. It's like someone told them, you're not the focus. Get out. And they were like, okay. I, I thought that that, that was, was funny awesome. in that it did touch on a little bit of what is going on in, you know, social relationships right now. I, I You know, between husband, wife, yeah, friends. I, I, you know, I thought that was that was nice. So, but look, I know you're going to get mad at me. We got we got if we make this episode long, but I like episodes that are long when I like something, when I'm, when I was, uh, and I, and there's so much to talk about, but we'll go, we'll just real briefly, we'll talk about it and you jump in. I'll let you take whatever part of it that you want to take. Uh, so we open up and, and Jen is moving into this town. We talked about it, uh, with her daughter, uh, Jen, Rachel Boston, uh, moving into this town with her daughter and her, her, it, it's the town where they, her husband, before he passed away, said they wanted wanted to live clearly her husband has passed away but they don't really talk about it initially uh and jen's going to her uh, jen her daughter is going to her uh first day of school and and so jen takes her to school and the daughter's like look mom you're not gonna take me in your coffee pajamas are you and she's like yeah i'm not getting out of the car well the minute she said that right you you know she's getting out of Mm -hmm. the stinking car right and she's got these little adorable coffee pajamas on and you're like okay which every mom has gone through that at yeah, some point yeah i'm gonna make you realize how much you love this movie one way or the other so anyway rachel boston who is adorable in the movie utterly adorable i mean she's adorable and anyway she's great in the, the ice sculpture movie i talked about yeah earlier. you have a lot of uh comments on the lead female characters a lot in these movies what yeah i think what do you mean like i think i I don't always glow about them. If that's what you're suggesting, like the the what's the autumn harvest thing? I mean, I got something to say about her, but mm-hmm. it ain't glowing. Um, okay, keep it on. So anyway, Rachel Boston is a is is great. She's fantastic in the movie. I mean, adorable in her. I'm not like her looks. I mean, adorable in the little uh, like I don't know quirky. I always use the word quirky. I overuse it, so I don't like to use it a lot. But that's really what she is. Uh, so she goes to the the school and she's uh, you know she's got the pajamas on and of course her daughter gets out and forgets her lunch, so she has to hop out, and and take the lunch inside and all the other moms see her and she's like embarrassed but not ridiculously embarrassed because she's an adult, um, and of course one of the moms that's kind of honking behind her like you can't park there is is uh, is is her friend is uh, well, well is she the meets future uh, friend Dan is Mar- first. Uh, Marissa she meets Dan first. Well, when she gets out of the car, uh, I think Marissa's honking at her because she's in the car behind her. We don't know who Marissa is yet, but it doesn't matter. She goes in. Yeah, she does meet Dan, and you're like, okay, like I guess that whole part of the movie wasn't it wasn't bad. It was just typical. Like every time she talked to Dan, it was a separate movie. It was every other movie we've ever watched, and I just was like, can we watch the other movie with the friends and dealing with the people? That's a better movie. The movie with the Dan, can you just make that a different movie and call it Jen and Dan? 
I mean, I might watch it, but I won't like it as much. Mm-hmm. Like, that's that's a good way to put it. It was a separate movie when every time she talked to Dan. So she goes in, Dan's like, let her in, and, and she put the thing down, you know, the, the lunch or whatever. And she goes back outside, and Marissa, who's there, uh, or Camelanie, uh, plays uh, Marissa, or some Morris, is there, and she's like, why don't you come with me to um, the PTO? The PTO is happening right now. You should You should come. Um, and she's like, okay, yeah, I guess, but I should probably change. And she goes, no, just, just come on, let's go. Right. And it's a very, uh, organic way their relationship starts up. It's just, it's not ridiculous. It's like you would if, you know, you met, uh, one of the moms at school, they just tell you to come on and they're barely talking to you because they're on the phone figuring out something else with their house or their lives. Right. It's how it would work. Um, and they, they run into, they go to the, the PTO meeting and they run into, uh, Kelly, uh, Kelly Stewart played by Shannon Chan Kent. And she is kind of this, we initially think the sidekick of the, of the PTO, uh, president who's, uh, Suzanne played by Joycelyn, uh, Gauthier, Gauthier, I'm going to say that wrong. See, you got problems with names too. G-A-U-T-H-I-E-R, Gauthier, Gauthier, Gauthier. Okay, I think I did an okay job with that. Anyway, uh, so Suzanne is the PTO, the head of the PTO. We learn later she's mad at, at Kelly or whatever, but she she suggests that uh, Marissa and Jen do the the field day, which is the the, the crap assignment. Nobody wants it because it's well, they it's walk just, in there and they find out that all of the everything's been taken right. All and the it's assignments very, um, are already full. It's a little hallmarky, typical hallmark. Uh, silly you know where you you nobody's that cartoonishly evil like not cartoonishly evil but like Suzanne is is super petty and silly and I don't think anybody's quite that bad in the real world every school has they, that they mom. do they do but they dial it up a little bit on her to make her a little bit mean for you know for for dramatic purposes if you will so anyway Kelly eventually uh, Suzanne's like why don't you help uh, Marissa and Jen and so the three girls are sort of voiced into this little group where they have to 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 organize field day. Um, and field day, fall, everything around it is fall. We're talking about fall movies. This movie is very fall. There's orange all over the place. There's It's not ridiculous. Nobody is scotch taping leaves to I think that cabinets. was a ha- I think fall is a happy coincidence in this movie. I don't As think... it should be. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't know. I... I it, uh, so anyway, uh, they 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 get together and they and they're working on field day and there's a little bit of tension initially, but th- this is why I said she's adorable. Rachel Jen is is a web designer and she's like, yeah, I can help out. I can do this and I can do that. And and uh, uh, Kelly is um, Kelly is the socialite, the Instagram mom. And she's constantly trying to take a picture of everything wherever she is. And Marissa's a lawyer. I believe she's an attorney. She is a scary lawyer lady. You remember? Mm-hmm. <laughs> she talked her at one point and said, scary lawyer lady. I could gloat about this movie forever. I just loved it. I thought it was fantastic. Yeah, it made me, well, just made me it feel just, good. It just basically follows them on their journey to go around and find activities and you know what's and resources they have yeah but sometimes they just find activities for themselves like like kelly this has nothing to do with the field day kelly is like uh, they'll be out getting something and they look across the street and there was a pop-up vodka bar i never even heard of that but there's a pop-up vodka bar have you heard of those what is that a thing no but it looked really cool <laughs> so they uh 
Kelly's like, oh, I need to get some pictures for my Instagram. And Jen's like, oh, really? But but she does it because they're friends in it. They, whenever you make, whether it's a, a, it's fr- a friendship group or a, a love story, whenever you make it gradual, it, it's quality. It's believable and it works. And they don't immediately, they're not best friends, but they are also are moms and they're not immediately belligerent towards each other a little bit. But, you know, we fast forward and she's about to go on a date with Dan at one point and the two girls are laying on their bed with their little feet up in the air like they're like they're high schoolers watching her get dressed. I, there are so many good moments in this film when they they go to the, the, the little, uh, like, the, the, what's the the trail, like the little, the weird place where you do the zip line thing. And, and when Jen looks at, uh, she's like, yeah, uh, you guys go ahead and get on it. And, and Marissa and Kelly are like, okay, we're going to get on it. And her, and everybody's getting on it. Her daughter and, and Dan comes by and he's like, uh, what do you, you want to get on the zip line? What are you doing? Why are you just sitting here? You want to get on the zip line? She goes, eh. And he goes, not a, not a big zip line fan. She goes, oh, I worry it's more of a me getting on the zip line and what what would happen to my daughter if something happened to me and she's already got yeah and i, I was and i was got, like and i was like it quick. struck me in the heart yeah. <laughs> bro i didn't think that was what I was, was coming like, out of her mouth and and i was like when it when when she said that i was like like i was i was expecting her to say no i don't want you know i'm a little scared or you know like in a lesser hallmark movie she would have said something that was airheaded like it just I don't mean it like that. Like all the actors and characters are airheaded or she would have said, I'll race you to the, to Dan or something like that. But instead she said, no, because if something happens to me, my daughter will be left with no parents. And I was like, it felt like I was getting punched in the heart. I think that's, I think that's why I have a really hard time with this movie. I'm going to watch it right now. I loved it so much. Because it just, it, it took your emotions like on this roller coaster for me, at least, and I think maybe for, for probably a majority of women that watch it, but yeah, me too. I mean, I, and so I, I think that that's why it's got me like. Mm. I mean, I, 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 I really appreciated them bringing you know realism in with like the working moms and what moms are dealing with, you know, on a day to day basis, and brought these women together um, to form that relationship. I, I thought that was good. It was a change. It was different. Um, but I don't know, I guess, I guess I got what I wished for with the whole, uh, giving me the, the story behind why the spouse died. It just took it (laughs) to a level that I just was not expecting. And I just, when I sit down and watch these movies, I want to be entertained and I don't want to think about anything, you know, coming off of a day from working or family stress or whatever. I look forward to just them taking me to a place where I feel like, you know, anything can happen and it was just kind of heavy for me yeah i think that that goes back to yeah we've talked about this before when i get off work sometimes i i just want to watch you know uh independence day or i'm trying to think of the movies that i watch that are sort of comfort like that well, all the movies I watch are, but like Independence Day or or Pacific Rim or all those movies that you know that I've uh, you've watched with me a million times that are just sort of fun. I want to watch robots beat each other up because that's dumb. But right, 
and, and so I get totally, if that's what you want in a Hallmark movie, well, then you didn't like this movie. There's no way you could like it. I mean, but, I wouldn't say that I, that I would write it off to that I didn't like it at all. I just was a little bit taken back a little bit emotionally. And if for people who are watching Hallmark movies, like I said, to just kind of like escape life, you know, real life. I, I just thought this brought it into, uh, you know, so, to a day that was already real life. You know, somebody, somebody on Reddit the other day posted it. They said, "I'm a male and I like Hallmark movies." Sound off, fellas! And you know, there was like 50 year olds, 40 year olds, 35. It was all over the the age game, 60 year olds, and everything. And I po- I posted in there really quickly. Um, isn't it funny how? When we're talking about Hallmark movies, like if we go downstairs right now and we watch and you and I say, let's watch a movie, not a Hallmark movie, let's just watch a movie. You're going to pick not without my daughter. I lost my daughter and my husband on the same day. Uh, the name of the movie will be Auntie Shane and it will, everyone will be dead. You will pick the dramatic, emotional, real That's life. You will pick a real life movie. You won't pick a movie. Like I know you do, you do watch the haunted mansions and the silly things with oh, me. Oh, like Sweet Home Alabama with Reese right. Witherspoon. That are those are fantasy movies too, because nobody acts like that in those movies. Just like the Hallmark movies are. But you will pick a movie that has real life things in it. So there's no way you can try to act as though you are into escapism in your movies. I force that on you. You don't like those. But when it comes to Hallmark movies, you. It, th- this one, which was infinitely more realistic, I, I'm telling you right now, nine times out of ten, when a Hallmark actress, a, a Hallmark actress, and I bring up actresses because, let's be honest, the men don't usually wind up getting incredibly emotional in these movies, just as what it is. It's the female that will get emotional in a Hallmark movie. Uh, nine times out of ten, the actress does a Hallmark emotional moment when Rachel Boston told Dan that one phrase there's something about the look on her face I think Rachel Boston's is pretty I don't but she's not some yet again not some Barbie doll they picked out of a she's beautiful I don't mean it like that but she has a look like when she cries you're going to need to cry with her like there's going to be a problem. You need to cry with her because that's yeah, she has one of those universal faces that you know when she's smiling, she's really smiling and it's called good actor is the word you're looking for. So she's good. So at at some point when she when she said that line, she she acted. I, I know that sounds silly to say about a movie because of course that she acted, but. A lot of Hallmark actresses who all, will all remain nameless and, and Great American Family and Lifetime and all the, all the other ones, when they have an emotional moment, they get a very stereotypical look on their face. It's the emotional look. It's the I'm sad look. She got a look like your mom would look when she was sad, like something that would touch you, like would hurt, right? And I don't mind realism in movies, but, you know, it's like... And everybody, you, it, it, the movie is what you get out of it, what you bring to it, right? But it, it would, it would, it hit hard. I agree with you, but I think it, it hit hard in a way that was, again, when I left this movie, I was like, apart from 
the Dan relationship, which was a completely separate film and very stereotypical. In fact, I'll, I'll do you one better. The, the Dan and Jen relationship, that movie's already been made. It was called Falling for Vermont. And it starred Benjamin Ayers and Julie Gonzalo, but that, that movie's already been made. And it was silly and fun and had a doctor that kept his patient in, in his his patient in his boathouse and it was ridiculousness that only happens in a in a hallmark you do remember you just don't remember it she was an author uh and she left the in, in the interview or whatever it doesn't matter when we talk about that movie that movie's already been made i wasn't i was expecting when we cut field day on to see that movie made again because most of the time, that's what we get from these movies. It's the yeah. same. It's the same thing. It was a but happy. Um, they didn't change. They didn't make that movie again. They did, and that's the worst part of it. Twenty-five percent of this movie could literally have just been cut off and left in a different location, and it would have been one of my favorite movies. I just like. I don't mind watching three ladies and their friendships. Just do it in a way that makes sense and bring something out of them that I can relate with too. I mean, not just as a male, but as a parent, like as a, as a person, I don't know. I thought it was fantastic. So what would it. you rate it then? What's ours? It scales one to five. Mm-hmm. So it drops points for the, for the ridiculous love relationship, but doesn't drop too many because their dialogue was very good, very well written, snappy and funny. But Dan has to try to be funny in it for eight, four, nine. Oh, wow. All right. I'm gonna go. Um, I'm gonna do this on a selfish reason, and I only have myself to blame. Did you just rate the the curious caterer one like four six four seven? So I don't know. No, I know, but I it's like, uh, be careful what you wish for, and because Mm -hmm. I, you know, it kind of brought me down, you know. So I'm gonna say, (laughs) uh, I'm gonna say a four. I'm gonna go four with this one. Wow, that's the biggest disparity that that we've had in 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 watching any of these. That really impacted me. I like I said, I watched these these movies for a reason, and that kind of like made me a little bit upset with being upset. So, um, (laughs) so I'm just gonna I'm gonna rate it a four, and that's probably not fair. And no, no, what are you talking about? It's not fair. That's how you feel. That's how you feel. No, I know, but I think that if you know people watched it, they probably say I was being too hard on that. But um, like if you push me to, I could probably four seven that thing four seven. I want to give it a four eight because it's so different. But if you push me, I I could I too could I too. If you push me to, I could because there are other silly typical Hallmark movie moments in it where they're, you know, the sprinklers come on at field day, it rains them all out and they go have to have a good idea and go inside or whatever. And that's all just sort of typical Hallmark setup stuff. But when those girls, two ladies, see how I just called them girls? You know why I called them girls? Because their friendship made them youthful. It took them back to when they were, when they were kids and I'm a male. I don't have any idea what it's, it's like to lay on a bed and look at a girl try on clothes for her boyfriend or future date and tell her that this one. In fact, I looked over at you because I had no idea what outfit Rachel Boston would try on was cute. I mean, like she wound up with a purple one or whatever. And you and you were like, oh, I don't think that looks good. <laughs> like, and I was laughing because it was funny to watch you do what the two girls, uh, Marissa and, and Kelly, were. They, they jumped up on their bed and, and put their heads at one end with their heads in their hands like this to watch her come out of the room with different outfits on 
and it was like you're a lawyer and you're like an Instagram mom you're doing all of this because you have found friendship what a novel concept in a Hallmark film I just loved it everybody should watch it at least once I want to watch it I again alright well uh, do you um, want to do you want to end this one and this will probably be the last one we make which makes me really sad well maybe there will be some surprises along the way yeah and we've got the Christmas season coming up I just Hallmark forces me to be in a Christmas mood I think before I'm ready to be in a Christmas mood and I'm like, oh, I yeah be I just feel like it's happened. like we you know we don't record these every single day but I feel like right. that the recording session happens so quickly like time just is going by and so here you know we what are happened talking quickly with this one huh you know what happened quickly with this one it was such a great movie I'm just saying that we're we introduced that we're going to start watching Christmas movies, and it's what October 28th. You're right, though. You just brought something that's really interesting. We can have like a little quick two second conversation about it. Recording these way easier than finding the time to watch them. Way easier right. coming up here and and where we are upstairs and recording these, and this is peaceful. Get carving out time to watch these and. And also watch everything else we watch. Oh, that's hard. Yeah. Like if, if we I were mean, to break and go watch a Christmas movie tonight, I wouldn't even know where to start. Right. Come yeah, on. no, I mean, I look forward to the oh, recordings. Totally. And, and sometimes it's a little challenging, like you said, to take yeah. the time to, you know, watch well, them. Well, but, because you... But that's why I'm saying that yeah. it's, to me, oh, what I point, get out point. of it is important because, look, we're saying that it's hard sometimes to find the time to watch these shows. So when I watch it, I don't want the content to be bringing me down, man. You know, like <laughs> I, 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 I need a little bit of that yeah. escape. And this movie, though it was really good and they, the actresses and actors did really good, I just... I, f I felt kind of down after it was over, and yep. I just don't like I'd, that. I, I'm going to be honest with you. Not for my own personal gain, because I wouldn't gain anything from it, because I don't know how many people are listening to our podcast. I hope those ladies hear this, and that they, that they made a male go freaking finally. Not every movie, not every woman in the world has to be the broken-hearted, stereotypical Hallmark thing. Yeah. Sometimes just a friendship is great. See, and I think that that's why it's fun watching these because you go into these movies hoping that you're going to be swept away by something clever. Um, and so, you know, when we first started on this journey uh, last year with Save the Pumpkins, it was kind of us making a little, poking a little fun because all of the movies Good point. had the same theme. Good and, point. Yeah. You know, we, we, we would laugh at, oh, there it is again. Oh, yeah, that, yeah. they did that again. And I feel like this year, these movies have evolved yeah. Um, yeah. and are starting to say, hey, let's bring, They're you taking know, chances. Uh -huh. They're taking chances. Yeah, and I and I think that that's I think that's pretty interesting. That you know how where will we be next year? With that's so true. What you just said, though, like when we first started this, I remember in my head thinking. I remember in my head. I remember thinking to myself, "Well, they're all kind of. I don't mean it to be nasty, but they're all kind of the same. We're just going to go and have a good time 
telling the ones that we like, but they're sort of, the, the word is they're guilty pleasures, right? Right. I don't feel guilty about liking Field Day at all. <laughs> it was great. And, I, and when I tell, tell, when I do tell my friends, sometimes my country accent, because when I tell my friends, that's what I just said, when I tell my friends, when I tell my friends that I that I like Hallmark movies, because obviously I don't care who, who likes, who, I don't care what someone thinks about me, about movies I like, it doesn't make any difference. Um, when I tell them that I like Hallmark movies, I get it, right? Like, I had some females, your mom, and your mom. I didn't tell your mom I like Hallmark movies. She doesn't question that a male likes them. She questions that a human being likes them. Like, why would you want to put yourself through that is the look I get. And it's like, oh, you see, I'm bringing it back around to your point, which is, is, is a great point. They're supposed to be comfort. You watch them so that you can feel warm and cozy and go to go pick up that pumpkin spice latte or whatever it is, right? And I think if you had gotten the pumpkin spice latte for field day, you'd have cried in it. Mm-hmm. But but I wasn't expecting to cry in it. Right. And I like that. The unexpected sometimes is really good. Didn't seem like it hit home for you to be as unexpected this time. <laughs> but I really liked it. Yeah. But. Well, I mean, so we hope that, um, you know, you'll enjoy it and you'll let us know oh, what please you think. Let us know. I, I if you agree with what I say or if you agree with what Shane <laughs> There's says. There's no competition. I, I totally get everything you're saying is completely valid. I'm totally right. And all that fun stuff. I just, it was just a, a breath of fresh air. It was like being sick and going outside on that day. You know, that day when you've been sick, I could go on with metaphors. And that day that you get, you're done being sick and you go outside and you can breathe good for the first time. That's what this felt like. It was like, wow, you went deep. Yeah. yeah. You go deep. Real deep. You go deep all the time. (laughs) It was my turn. All right. All right. Well, um, thanks for listening and, uh, you know, stay connected with us as we transition into the next holiday season and hope that you will stay with us and look forward to hearing what we have to say about the the Christmas movies. And, and uh, always remember to do something that makes you happy today. Thanks so much, guys.